have told my parents I wanted to go to college for video game stuff, they would have <laughs> laughed their heads off, but it's a legitimate thing now. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and some of the schools have like esports teams that you can get recruited to be on. <laughs> Crazy times. And I even they still up, do that. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I looked up, you could be an esports coach and make like five grand a month doing that. Really? Yeah. I happened to just, I was like, is this a really a lucrative career? And sure enough, as I was looking up coaching jobs, there were a bunch for esports coaches. And I was Wait, like, Wait, what do they coach? What the fuck? They coach the kids playing the video games. Yeah, make sure you turn left here. <laughs> right? I have no idea. I don't know, but who am I to judge that you can't make a career out of doing what you love? I don't know. That sounds so fun. I'm not even going to lie to you. I know right? you're probably like, oh, no, it doesn't. But that sounds so fun. Well, like, he loves video, <laughs> he loves video games. And if it's going to, you know put his skills to making income what why not who knows you should see these kids these days or not even kids like everyone who streams and things like that there are some people who are making so much money like just playing video games just from having a fan base that watches yeah. and play games right? like <laughs> it's so crazy but it's so like you're so lucky i mean i'm happy for you but you're so lucky like you're getting games before they come out because Obviously, a game company wants you. You have 10 million subscribers, so we're going to give you the game early so you can play videos and your fans will see it and then they'll want to buy our game, blah, blah, blah. You know the whole marketing shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's mm -hmm. so, like, you're so lucky. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's, but that's the thing too, though. Um, I'm, I'm young, but I also feel, I'm young, but I'm also old, but I still feel 19 at heart so i'm still a kid at heart how uh, old are you 26 okay so i'm I'm still a kid at heart i still kind of do i mean i've obviously had to mature in some things in life unfortunately yeah. um but i hope you have <laughs> yeah i know i hate growing up because it's like oh we're in high school like we didn't have any worries but when i was the very first so I'm going, I'm going to go all the way back to like 2012-ish. So okay. when iPhones first came out, that was 2010, 7, sorry, I don't know, I said 10, 7. And they were like super expensive. So like none of us could afford it. Like none of my friends and some of my people at school, like we couldn't afford it. It was so expensive. And then up until like when the iPhone 4 came out, that's when like, okay, we can buy blah, blah, our phone. You know, we can get upgrades yeah. and we'll pay for it, whatever. But as time went on, like technology is slowly growing and growing and growing. Social media, I think Instagram came out in 2012, I think. And blah, blah, blah. Everything's slowly going up and up and up. But what I'm trying to get at is the kids nowadays with their cell phones, a kid can have a cell phone and make like a million dollars just on their cell phone, like on TikTok or even on Instagram. Yeah. Millionaire yeah. kids and things like that. Like, that's insane to me. But it's also cool. Like, I wish we had these things. And I can say that. And that that's what makes me feel old. Because I can say I wish we had these things when I was younger. Because, like, I've, we could have done so much with that stuff. But, you know. You know, and then there's my generation that were like, thank God <laughs> there was no social media and video cameras on everybody's stuff. Because we did a lot of stupid shit. And I'm no. so glad there's no evidence of it. You can't do anything nowadays. There's cameras no. everywhere. Right? Everywhere. Literally. Yeah. And, and people are filming everything. So, like, yeah. watch what you do. But, and also, like, I hate that I'm, like, bashing on kids. But, like, I'm going to say it. When I was, like, in summer, when I was in high school and stuff, like, we were outside playing and, like, playing sports. And, like, we were never in the house during the summer. And I guess I'm not seeing a lot of kids that are, like, out. Maybe I'm just stupid or whatever i'm not seeing a lot of kids like in my area that were outside like we were and yeah, i, I want to blame social media and all this new stuff that these kids have and i sound so old saying that Jeez. but you're no you're right like it really is different um i can tell you like social media yes but as a parent who was sucked into the we have to do this and we have to participate in that and we have to go here and we have to do that like we were never home so not only was social media affecting my kids being able to do 
anything like just hang out outside we yeah. were so sucked into the grind of having to be involved in dance and band and sports and church and so we were never home so there was never time to just go hang out outside exactly and like i can tell you what was one of the upsides to when the world shut down back in march of 2020 all of a sudden all these kids like nobody could go anywhere but i had a bunch of good friends um i knew all the parents of my kids good friends and all yeah. of us were like hey do you guys care if these kids still get together and none of us cared and the kids started going on bike rides and doing all this old school stuff that i did growing up and like hanging out at each other's houses and swimming and right being together because none of them had all their activities to go do anymore because the whole freaking world was shut down exactly so that was kind of cool that was um, hard to but they're kind of all back to their grind again now except for we in my house have been not fully back because i swore up and down that i would never get sucked back into that non-stop never being home bullshit again it was awful hmm do you have a no phone at the table rule? Yes. I have seen. Okay. So like, have you gone out today, like in public, like to the store or something? I actually, I did go out today. <laughs> um, sometimes I don't because a lot of what I do is all from home. I go outside in my backyard and garden and do things, but I actually was out in the real world today. I met a friend. The real world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's insane how many people are just like, heads in their phone like yeah need to see and you know what's so crazy and like i can't attack anyone because like i've fallen victim to being an addict to my cell phone but i'm slowly getting better because social media breaks are becoming easier for me to do but awesome. when i'm in an area like at the mall or something and when i'm not on my phone i feel weird isn't that doesn't that sound weird it does, but I totally get it too. Like while I was waiting for my friend to get there, because I she was running a little bit late, what was I doing? I was on my phone and then I was like, no, put the phone down because they actually had like a real menu. You didn't have to scan the QR code to look at the menu. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to actually look at the real menu and look around and not just stare at my phone the whole time while I'm waiting for her. And I did. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> but did you feel weird? Like, uh for a second and then I was like whatever get over it like be a yeah. real person in the real world um, but it does like it if you're by yourself it can feel super weird to not be on your phone it's such a I clutch don't. like <laughs> you don't have to make eye contact with anyone right and, but my anxiety that's why I had to be on the phone because I'm going to think everyone's looking at me if I'm not on my phone and that is a shame in today's world or maybe it's just me but <laughs> Oh, maybe just be the one looking awkwardly at everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen people who will watch TV and then also be in their phone. Oh, I do that sometimes too. But <laughs> let me defend myself. Um, I do it mostly when either my daughter is watching something on TV that I don't care about at all. Or we've watched a million times because there's a few shows we've watched like a million times. Um, or if my husband is watching, which he doesn't watch a ton of sports at all anymore, but if he has something on that I'm not that interested in, sometimes I'll check it. But honestly, I'm on social media, but I use social media a lot for my business. And yeah. so kind of, I mean, it's, it's a poor excuse to be on my phone, but I swear <laughs> I'm using it to make connections with people to help grow my business for the most part. Uh, the, even like people who have like, have you ever seen someone with their phone at the movie theater? Uh, yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? You paid money to see this. You're not at home. Yeah. Oh, and then the last movie I was at, this chick turned her flashlight on on her phone <laughs> to find her keys that she dropped on the floor, but it was pointing all the way down, like where me and my family were sitting. <laughs> and it was at the end of the movie, and we're like, really? Chick, you can't wait like two more Could seconds for the light to come on. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're probably like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, we all were. We all kept looking over, like, seriously, bitch, like turn your flashlight off. For, for the keys. I mean, maybe yeah. she thought like when the movie's over, everyone jumps up and leaves. So her keys might get lost or taken or something. 
Right, like they clearly fell underneath her own seat <laughs> and she needed the bright ass flashlight app on her phone to find them. I don't, I have like um, a love-hate relationship with movies. Um, they are now like, so going back to when me and you were younger, <laughs> I'm not calling you old, but I, well, I'm older than you, so well, that's let's, fair. <laughs> you're not old. You're not old. Let's go back like five, ten years or whatever. The movie theaters now, like, you have tables and the seats go all the way back and you can order food and they'll go to you. Like, we did not have that when I was in high school. Like, I swear no. we did not have that. I was, we would have to, like, sneak food in or something. Yeah, like. I was just going to say, I, was smug- yeah. I never carry a purse, but I would take a purse to the movies so I could smuggle in everything that I wanted. And, like, old school... <laughs> You would wrap your soda can in aluminum foil to help keep it cold longer. You did that? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Somebody, I saw a meme that cracked me up the other day. It was like the 80s or 90s version of a Yeti was a can (laughs) wrapped in aluminum foil. Um, One of my husband's good friends snuck an entire large pizza underneath his coat on his back and snuck it into a movie. Oh, the people working there probably just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, he's like a big guy, so it, it was hidden. But like an entire large pizza in the pizza a box. A large pizza. Um, I, w- I snuck food in there like Panda Express and like fries and like things like that. And the key thing is if I was going alone or with my friends, back then I would wear a jean jacket. And the jean jacket had like four big pockets <laughs> inside and two big pockets on the outside. So... I could fit a lot of stuff in there, like oh, a lot of stuff, because I'm not paying twelve dollars for a fucking popcorn and a drink, right? And I can bring a sprite, for, yeah, and I can go get a sprite for like two dollars or something. But yeah, yeah, fuck that. But it's just crazy. Like, you can order food and they'll bring it to you during the movie. Like, don't you feel like that's interrupting the movie too in a way? But I've actually not been to a movie theater that does that. Oh well, now you know that it's a thing. Well, you probably in my, knew it wasn't. In my, in my bootleg town, they do not offer that. <laughs> Why is it bootleg? Uh, it's like, I mean, yeah, I live in California, but I'm in the middle of the Central Valley, which means I'm surrounded by, like, I'm looking out uh, my balcony right now, and it's all uh, walnut orchards, and then across the street is an almond orchard, so, like, I'm surrounded by farmland, so my town is kind of a big size population there's quite a few high schools but like we're the last place to get cool things so you're basically saying it's boring uh yeah yeah like we hang out at we hang out at my house because like my property there's a lot to do on my property we've got We've got a good setup where we are out in the country, but actual in town, like if we want to go do something fun, we will go out of town and go stay somewhere else. Gotcha. Gotcha. I would love to live in California. So I'm like, if you want to trade places, like, let's do it. Like, uh, Yeah. Right. Where do you live? I'm Missouri, St. Louis. Oh, yeah. I guess I win, even though there's a lot of bullshit out here in California. Scenery and weather wise, I definitely have you beat. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for bragging. <laughs> hey, but you don't know the bullshit of how bad lockdowns and everything else that went on over the last two years. Like, it, there's still stuff going, like San Diego County or the San Diego school districts are have reinstated masks for the kids in schools. Yeah, it's getting really bad again or what? No, it's not getting bad again. Their political game is getting bad. Um. I stopped keeping up with that. Like, I would let someone, like, a friend or something tell me, but, like, I can't, like, watch the news that much because it's just too depressing, so. Yeah, I, the only reason I know some things is because I'm paying more attention for things that I can actually, like, use my voice and my vote. Yeah. I've Like, we've, we left the public school system when my kids were, you know, two, two and a half years ago. In fall of 2020, we quit public school to homeschool because of how, California was running everything and how awful it was. Like it was a huge science experiment on the kids for their mental health. And I wanted no part of it for my kids. Right. And um, my kids don't want to go back, but I have tons of friends that don't have 
say they don't have the option to homeschool, like homeschool is not convenient. It's uncomfortable to try to figure out something new, but if you really didn't want to put up with the bullshit anymore, you would figure it out. But I have friends that like work, both parents work. And so they need their kids to learn or some kids thrive in a classroom environment and would not do well at home at all. So I'm still fighting and have been this entire time for the kids who need to go to public school because maybe they don't have a safe home environment or whatever, yeah. whatever's going on. I'm paying attention because I'm still showing up to protest and fight <laughs> to stand up for these kids that are being totally screwed with. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I know some of the crap that's still happening. I think the last time we talked, I um, told you that there was like a positive and a negative to when COVID happened with school because I got to like cheat. Um, oh my yes. God. Or right. not cheat. I got, I got some help. <laughs> someone helped me. Yes. Um, I didn't cheat to someone who was my tutor. But yes. I definitely understand that because... I like face-to-face -face interaction and I like being around like students and it's just when, when it first happened and I knew it was coming, I was just like ready. And mm -hmm. I was like, I asked my teacher, like, are we coming back after spring break? We're probably not. She's like, you guys probably are. And they're like, we never came back. So then yeah. I hurry up and switched over to, um, and like the teachers, I'm sure they went through like a lot of shit, like having to like adapt quickly to like doing all oh, that. It sucked for those teachers yeah. too. For sure. And I get it. And it's like, I know this is probably hard, but like you guys are trying to make this exciting during these lectures and I get it. And I know it's hard and it's hard for us, but like, this is so damn boring. Like this is like, yeah. oh, this sucks. So I would turn my camera off and I would like play video games and shit like while they were talking. Cause I just had to act like I was there um, yeah. or I would like, you didn't show up. So you're going to get points taken off and shit like oh, that. Yeah. At first I had the kids school, calling me to say hey your student was absent and i said the hell they weren't i was sitting right there your system would never let them log in you're not marking my kid tardy or absent you better fix it right now and they'd be like oh okay <laughs> at my high school teachers were like some teachers were like so like they like the whole like i'm writing you up go to the office right now i was so bad in high school let me tell you that like i i skipped okay so I cannot believe I actually graduated on time. Like I didn't flunk or anything and I'll get to how that happened. But I skipped biology every year, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Actually not my senior year, I'm lying. My first three years in high school, I skipped probably two or three classes a day. And what, what I would do is our high school was kind of big. So the whole, you gotta know what to do. You gotta go in and like if my class was at like 8 a.m., You'll go to this bathroom and you'll act like you're peeing there and you'll chill for a little bit and you might see a friend that comes in. You're like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm skipping. Oh, I'm skipping too. Okay. And then you go to <laughs> and then you and then you go out and then like you look around because sometimes you'll see like teachers and shit. Mm -hmm. And like if you're cool with certain teachers and like I would kiss ass because like I'm going to do that because I want a good grade and shit like that. So yeah. some teachers be like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I just went to the bathroom. I would act like my teacher said I can go to the bathroom and shit. I was like, I would play those. And I'm sure they knew what I was doing. They probably like, oh, he thinks he's fooling us. Uh -huh. and so I would leave the first bathroom, go upstairs, go to the second bathroom, then stall there a little bit. And then say like, I meet someone in the hallway. We talk a little bit. And then like, if we hear someone coming up the stairs, we would hurry up and go away. But like, we would do it like not fast where you can hear it it'd just be like baby steps and then go to the next bathroom the next yeah. bathroom and then next thing you know the bell rings and you're like yes fuck biology and like so i did that for three years and um <laughs> and but i was definitely the class clown like but i miss those days because like it was fun i'm i'm rambling but that was um, no that's kind of days. impressive your work ethic <laughs> to ditch class is very impressive like <laughs> apply that to something you know that <laughs> I love yeah my school was it was very diverse and then but like it was a lot of like it was fun but like you had to know how to do things I guess I don't I don't want to I don't know how to elaborate on that you got to know how to work the system you got to you know some people like 
I'm gonna. It's okay. I'm not. This isn't me. I'm just speaking on behalf of like, let's say his name Joe or something. If he becomes this cool with this teacher, to the point where they talk about shit that's happening outside of school, and then that student doesn't have to do any work, and that teacher will still pass them. You know what? You know what they could yeah. be doing. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So you have that option, or basically just become friends with. And that's like all you need, like his ass, like, hey, can I help you set up this assignment or I can I got ideas for this project and blah, blah, blah. Then teachers will be a little more nice to you and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm just kind of going into like a deep thought of like what I what I used to do. Oh, yeah. So I did bad in almost every class for three years. So my fourth year, they were like, "Okay, you got to go to this school, blah, blah, blah. It was kind of like a. I don't know how to explain it, but basically I had to take all online classes and I had to do, it was like 20 classes. If I wanted to graduate on time, I had to do it in a semester. Yeah. I had to go to the school three hours a day and then I had to work there and then work at home. But I was dating a girl at the time who like helped me a lot, you know, quote unquote helped me. So I passed on time because she helped. I mean, no, she didn't do everything, but I did a lot too, but she did maybe 60%. So that's. <laughs> Man, you got lucky. I know. I'm kind of like self snitching on myself. I, actually, that didn't happen. But, you know, in case anyone hears this. Yeah, this, this is fictitious. This is just about someone else. <laughs> but <laughs> even have you, do you, I'm going to like, I'm going everywhere. Have you, do you think about, does your car have a rear view camera like when you reverse? Um, currently you'll laugh at this. My son and I are sharing a car. So I technically don't have a car cause he's the one making the payments on it. We, I literally don't go anywhere enough that we just need two cars at my house. Um, it does not, no, actually it does. Cause he uses it, but I do not. I have to look over my shoulder. I, w- <laughs> I was just talking about this with a friend, like I've had a car since 2017 that had a camera. So I'm looking back to like when I had a car that didn't have a camera and like I couldn't park for shit. So I'm thinking now, like if I don't have this camera, like I'm screwed. I can't park. Like Whenever I go somewhere, it'll have to be like a place where I can just pull up and like and it's I'm it's weird thinking about that, that I cannot park without this camera now like I need it. maybe that's the part of me that's like no i don't want to use the camera because i want (laughs) to know i can do it but yeah like the vehicle so two years ago i still had a f-150 and it did not have anything fancy in it so i literally would just look over my shoulder and that thing was a beast to park like it did not turn on a dime for shit and i would always park like way in the back so i had extra open spots on either side of me (laughs) But I used to, when I was in college, I had a Ford, um, oh, what was the little thing? The Ford Fusion yeah. or the Ford Escort? It just came out and it was just my two-door hatchback. It was tiny. I could parallel park that thing anywhere. Like I even impressed myself with how I could just <laughs> parallel park that thing in one try in the tiniest spots ever. Yeah, see, yeah. I get and it was no parallel parking assist, no fancy backup mirror, just <laughs> old school parallel parking. <laughs> now cars have everything. Like you have the lights on the when you're like something's too close to the left side or something too yeah, close. Yeah, I'm right. Some of those things parallel park automatically for you. Those cars that drive for yeah. you, like what the fuck? This is when I'm like going back to like when we like what the fuck we didn't whoever would have i mean i guess we expected something like this would happen but not actually happening we're we're supposed to have uh flying cars by now remember exactly yeah 2020 (laughs) yeah flying cars but like cars drive for you like would you even let would you do that like i i would not want to put my life in yeah like i personally hate driving so part of me is like yeah because Right, right now, my son drives me everywhere because I can use him as a chauffeur or like my husband always drives when we go on long trips together. Yeah. Um, and I like I would not mind driving if there was nobody else on the road, but I hate people on the road because everybody drives like a dumbass. 
<laughs> so yeah, it, it just, there's too many things where I'm like, oh my God, this person's going to come into my lane and whatever. So if I could have a car drive me, like we're contemplating getting the, and I don't, I'm don't think Teslas are environmentally friendly. I understand the parts being mined for the batteries are like stripping things from the earth and there's no way to recycle them. And yeah. technically they're being, the charging stations are being powered off of fossil fuels anyways, or whatever. Right. It is. Yeah. But we are saving so much money on gas right now because we do have one Tesla and then one gas powered car. So we're contemplating getting a second one for me. And I said, I'd only agree to it if it was one of the ones that had the self-driving mode activated on it. So I wouldn't have to drive. Oh, so you actually want that. Uh, I kind How of does that happen. Like it, so it knows when something's like in I the have... lane next to you. Like I need to watch. It's actually, videos. yeah. So we don't have the self-driving mode on our Tesla right now, but it's crazy, crazy stuff on the Tesla through, through the app. If my husband wanted to, he could, have them charge him $10,000 and it would automatically activate the self-driving mode. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, the back seat, he joked around with my kids when we first got it and said, Hey, if you two want this for your Christmas present, I'll pay the 300 bucks to have the back seat seat warmer activated. <laughs> and they were both like, no, we'd rather have presents. Thanks. <laughs> um, but there's stuff within the car that, you just pay the extra and it would automatically activate it because it's already in the system to be able to do it. It's so weird. That's crazy. But it does like, if you start moving over into another lane, it tries, it'll correct you. Um, it on the screen, that's the dashboard. It shows you where the cars are next to you all around. It beeps at you and automatically starts to kind of like, help you break a little bit when cars in front of you are stopped and you're not slowing down yet. Like it's, it's really freaking smart. That's crazy that like cars can do that. Yeah. And what's up with the big ass screen and like in the car, like when that's, that screen is huge, right? It is. Yeah. It's like a size of a laptop screen, but yeah. it's, that's, that's the only thing that has all of your controls and dash like there's no dashboard behind the steering wheel. It's just that computer screen that's in the middle. Yeah, I like I like the way they look. Um, I don't know about like I don't know. I want to drive by myself. I don't know. <laughs> but right, like if you have this self driving mode, you could turn it on or off. The funny thing that we joked about is uh, if you have the self driving mode, you can summon your car, so you don't have to be in it. And you can have it come to you. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And we joke around. We're like, we should do that just so we can summon it and just be standing there and be like, who the heck's car is that driving up with no driver? And we just get in. And <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. Would you ever expect something like this like 10 years ago? I'm like, no. Maybe it's just me. 10 years ago? I don't know. Yeah. I would never expect, like, okay, even, okay, how about the machines that, like, vacuum the house for you? Oh. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, just, just sweep yourself. <laughs> like, why are you buying this shit? Like, and this oh. technology is making us so lazy. So lazy. It is on so many levels. Because, yeah, you can literally just <laughs> you have to get up off your ass to go get food. You can have a door dash to you. Like, <laughs> But sometimes it's, that comes in handy. Sometimes it does. It does. Sometimes. But people get a little carried away with all that stuff. <laughs> the the things that vacuum for you, and they have. Um, I have. I haven't been to the a restaurant where they actually like the robot brings you the food. Is that a thing? That okay, a I haven't thing? seen the robot bring you the food. But I was just in uh, Vegas for my son's volleyball tournament two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And in the Mandalay Bay hotel resort, that's where we stayed. Cause that's where the convention center, the tournament was there. Yeah. There's a house of blues restaurant inside the casino and they have the robots that when the people, the actual human beings, 
when they clear your dishes, they take it over and put it on this robot that has two shelves of trays. And when it's full, it automatically by itself finds its way back to the kitchen and then eventually comes back out empty. Yeah. <laughs> I had seen it when I was there in January for my daughter's volleyball tournament or February. And my son hadn't seen it yet. And so I pointed it out to him and it totally freaked him out. But by then I had already seen it and it was just hilarious to me. But yeah, first time I saw it, we were like, what the heck? There's a robot taking away the dishes. That's like some shit. Like if you were high and you're hallucinating or something like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on? Right. Like that too. Like what the fuck? Just wash the dishes yourself. Like right? you can't carry them all the way to the back and carry them to the, the robot. Back. The robot does it, and are they gonna take over like our jobs now? Do you think in like twenty years, are robots gonna take over? <laughs> Dude, it it could freaking happen. I've seen right? Have you seen all those movies too? Where yeah, how it's getting too close to reality. Exactly, and oh man, these jeez, and uh, we, I sound so old right now, and. <laughs> The generation gap isn't that big, but it is, okay? Even my phone now, my phone is like like a Pro Max, so it's like the biggest iPhone. But I found like my iPhone 4 the other day, and it was so small. And I was like, ew, how did I, how did I text on this? How was I on the phone like this? And I was like, wow, I am sounding like the kids nowadays. Like, um, ew, I, no, I, can, I can trump you on that. Uh, when you were talking about not being able to afford uh, iPhone until the four or whatever came out, yeah, I was anti iPhone. Like I probably could have gotten one, but I was like, no, I don't need all that shit. And then finally, all of my friends had one, so I was the only one that, in like the group text, it wouldn't go through right because <laughs> I was the only one who didn't have a freaking iPhone. You're green. Oh my god. Yeah. Friends. <laughs> oh my gosh, so stupid. So I finally got one. <laughs> And I was like, this shit is overrated. And I had the four and I had the four until it was obsolete. Cause when it finally broke, I went, went in and just wanted another four. And they're like, ma'am, we don't even make that one anymore. And I was like, shut <laughs> up. I don't want these other ones. They're huge. And so I'm the one person that tries to get the smallest version of every phone every time. Because I, I also just realized even in my age group, I'm probably the only one who does it, but I only text with my thumb. I am not a two-hand texter. I literally still just use my thumb and I hold the phone in my one hand and just do everything or with my one pointer finger. Um, <laughs> and I can't do that on a big phone. Like it frustrates me to have a phone that I can't hold in my hand in one hand and use my one finger to <laughs> message everybody at the same time. <laughs> I'll only do that like if I'm like holding something else in my other hand or sometimes I can just do that like sitting down but it's and also they have like the swipe now like they finally have that where you can swipe and it's pretty accurate sometimes like they know what you're trying to say and then also you know how you can talk and they like type it for you and whatnot but the 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 older iPhones like how small they were it's just like well, I cannot believe I was on this but like if I <laughs> go back to 2012 like i thought that was like the coolest shit in the world because it was and, it like, was yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the coolest shit in the world and like wow so like we were spoiled in a way in high school too but not like kids are nowadays with like all this shit that they have i sound like i'm hating on kids don't i <laughs> listen i say it to my own kids like i am my face is in screens too much like tv or my phone or like what i don't know it was i don't know i just i remember the old days when <laughs> the old days before i had <laughs> before i had an iphone i think maybe a few years before that you remember like obviously the phones where it's like if you want to say hi to someone you have you have to type like four like two times or something you remember that yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Because back before you could even do that on a phone, um, that's how you sent messages. <laughs> did you, you probably didn't have a pager at all, did you? Mm, no, I never. Only time I had a pager is when I worked at a hospital. 
<laughs> yeah. So I actually did not have one, but a bunch of my friends all did. So I was the one sending them random messages when you, you know, like on a calculator, you type yeah. something, turn it upside down. <laughs> so I was the one and doing that to all of my friends that had pagers. Um, but yeah, it was pagers, pagers in high school. And then my senior year of high school is when cell phones started to become a thing, but they were like, <laughs> they were not like a cell phone now. There was no internet on the phone. There was no texting on the phone. It literally was, you make a phone call on the phone and then you hang up the phone. You hang up the phone. Yeah. I remember when I, the phone where you had to type like three, like three times to say the letter I had I was yeah. I became so good at that like I would just da, 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 like so yeah like I would became so good at that looking back like I don't know if I would be able to do that that fast like I used to okay. but that's probably why I still use just the one finger from having to do that <laughs> <so long. laughs> and then I used to go on Facebook on there too and it was like oh like back then I was like this is so cool I can go on Facebook but like now it's nothing how it looks like on our phones now but and then they slowly started transitioning to like phones can like slide up and down and then now we have a keyboard and then touch screens are slowly becoming a thing and i think it's cool how how that plays out but i also think that it is making us very lazy but yeah i am not um i'm a victim too so i would like to say we are but i did have an android you said you you didn't like iphones at first you were against it right uh I would have had Android forever. Before that, had Motorola. I had one of those <laughs> Razer flip phones. Uh, I had the original oh, like, the old school Nokia where you could play the snake game on it. <laughs> Holy shit. I, didn't, I forgot about that. And those Nokias never broke. You could have one of those things forever. Yeah. They were like construction worker phones like you, you <laughs> throw them around and nothing would happen to them and now you drop your freaking iphone once and the like who who thought putting a glass back and a glass front was smart no. like assholes trying to rip us off because they know it's gonna fucking break like who decided exactly. let's make it all glass exactly don't they know it, we're all stupid and we all they, drop our stuff <laughs> they want us to they wanted to look cool they wanted to look Oh, you got money if you have this phone. Or yeah, what? you have to have money to pay for every time you got to replace it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you got and then you have to go buy a case and then the, the screen yeah. protector and all that. So it's like, yeah, like you said, the phones back then were like indestructible. The only way it would break is if you like bent it the other way. Like, right. is that yeah. the only time you can drop it. that shit from like two stories and like it'd probably still work? Like, if you right, the case the back popped off, but then you just pop it back the on. Back and back off. Off. <laughs> <laughs> the battery popped out. <laughs> I feel like that has happened. Like, I, I feel like I remember that. That happened to me all the time. You know, the battery would just come out, and like sometimes yeah. you would think your phone broke. You're like, oh no, it's just a battery, and then you put yeah. the battery back in. Yeah. I can remember on the flip phones, like when you're mad at someone and you hang up, you're like, fuck you. And you just like slam the phone like hell. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> right. I think there's like a meme that says our kids will never know the joy of slamming the phone at the end of a phone call. <laughs> you're like, fuck you. And then you just like. Right. Do that now with your iPhone. It's not going to go so well. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. They just hung up. Right, just push the button really hard. <laughs> I know it has like no impact. It doesn't make your anger seem more nope. realistic. You got to slam the phone like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. But, <laughs> I think that that is cool with the phones and stuff. I am trying to also follow what you've been telling me about eating. And this week I have improved. Oh, I okay. Am- what did you do? <laughs> there's baby steps but like yes i have been craving like cookies and ice cream and like i've been craving that so much all week but i haven't had any like cookies i haven't had any like brownies ice cream like that kind of like junk food Mm -hmm. so like i'm kind of proud of myself for that and i've been craving it but as the days go by it's like my craving like slowly just like gets lower and lower and lower doing a sh- that's your detoxing but tomorrow's fucking friday 
Or should oh, I just wait? Shit. I'm not I think I'm just gonna. Wait. I think I'm just gonna wait. As long as it doesn't turn into fuck it Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh no, no! <laughs> I need to send you. I gotta send you a recipe. Um, cookies. Now it's a little different because it's almond flour and almond flour is not the same as regular flour, but because it's not the same and it's more filling, you don't crave as many cookies, but it's almond flour, uh, a specific protein. I haven't tried it with a bunch of different ones other than the one that um, I use specifically, but it's um, almond flour, vanilla protein, and then I use maple syrup, but you could use honey as the other, and which are you know much healthier forms of a sweetener for you. Yeah. Uh, and then water. And then there's a certain type of chocolate chips. It's I think the brand's called Enjoy Life, and they're really clean ingredients. But you make cookies out of that, and they are so good, and they're actually really healthy. And even my son, who's a type one diabetic, he can have one of those cookies and not have to take any insulin with them because the sugars are so low. Yeah. I, so how do you feel about the shit that's like at the stores? It's like zero sugar, but like sweetener in it or something like that. How do you feel about, you know, you know, those kind of cookies that like say they're uh-huh. like, but they're probably not or so maybe they are. I don't know. Anything that says sugar free or fat free basically means chemical shit storm. <laughs> if it says sugar-free, then they're hiding a bunch of chemical, artificial sweeteners in it to try to cover the flavor that isn't there from sugar. If it says fat-free, then they've put a shit ton of sugar in it to make up for the flavor that's missing from the fat. So really, you don't want to have any of those. You just want to find, like, there's some brands, Um, what's the... Quest is the name of the brand that's keto. They make protein bars and shit? They make protein bars. They also yeah. make um, peanut butter cups. Yeah. And I, I believe my son's gotten the cookies and they make chips. Um, we've we've tried quite a few different things from them and they're decent. And yes, it's a processed packaged food. So there are some ingredients that aren't like the healthiest ones ever. But for right. the most part, um, they're it's pretty clean ingredients for the most part, and it's lower in the carb and sugar count from healthier alternatives. Those, yeah, that, yeah, that that totally makes sense. I didn't think about the um, because a lot of that shit, like it's disgusting. Like the protein bars, I'm like, I'm gonna get a protein bar. Maybe I'll, oh, I'll maybe some... I'll feel a little bit accomplished, and then I'm like, this shit is disgusting. It's gross. It's gross, and like. So I've been in the wellness industry, fitness wellness industry for 20 years now. And it wasn't until five years ago that I finally found, like I was anti-protein powder forever because first of all, you can get enough protein from food. Um, but second, every single one that I had ever tried was disgusting. It tastes, it, you just open the lid on the jug and it would smell you could smell the chemicals coming out of it <laughs> and it would taste like chemicals and it would taste like chalk and they were all so like chalk <laughs> like seriously and even there was one time when um i was i was when i used to teach in person i would work out i would be working out about 20 hours a week because i was teaching yoga and zumba and running and doing a bunch of stuff and so on my breaks i would go you know, try to find something healthy for lunch. And one day I was like, Oh, I'll try one of these muscle milk drinks from the grocery store because I could probably use some extra protein. (laughs) I took like two sips and I was like, this is nasty. I'm not drinking this stuff. So it wasn't until like five years ago that I went to a friend's house and they're like, Sue, try this protein. I said, you guys don't even know anything about nutrition or fitness and protein powders are gross. And they're like, no, honestly, just try it. And I did. And it's the only one to this day that I will use. Um, but and it's the one that I used to make the cookies with and it doesn't have the toxic chemical crap in it. Um, and it's a, it's a vegan one. Not that you have to be vegan. It's just whey protein sometimes causes bloating for people. And I'm like, if I'm trying to be healthy and feel fit, feeling bloated seems totally opposite of that. Um, so this one, generally because it's vegan and has a lot of the 
common allergenic foods removed from it, it's easily processed by the system, digestive system. So it's, it's a good one, but yeah, but there's so many protein companies and brands and a lot of them like protein bars, a lot of them all taste like shit or cardboard, right? Like you're crunching on some cardboard. Yum. (laughs) And then it's hard as fuck too. Like this shit is so hard. Jesus Christ. And the the protein powder thing, I used to be like huge on that. Like I used to do that all the time. And like mm-hmm. you said, it tastes like shit. So I yeah. would just like make smoothies. Like I would like put like bananas and like I would take like a scoop of peanut butter and like chia seeds and like all that shit. Like I would have to like try to make something that was really good in order for me to eat that. Because some people would put it in water and shake it. You know how people, the shaker bottles and shit like that, and just drink. I'm like, oh my god, no. See, I can do that with the one that I use now, but there's no way I ever would have done that with any of the ones that I tried before. And I I did too with the the crappy protein. (laughs) I would try blending it with other stuff, and then it would still... I would still taste all the chemicals and then I would feel like I just wasted a bunch of healthy ingredients trying to come up with crap protein. Going back like to the muscle milk, how like it's disgusting and shit. Like I feel like you got to like take a shot of that shit. Like you got to just gulp it all at once. Like, uh, because like sipping on that, like, no, I can't do that. Like I'm going to have to take a shot. Like, yeah, like I tried tried a couple swigs and then I was like, no, this is not happening. Yeah, because it tastes like shit. And yeah, but those cookies who claim that there's no sugar and then it has like 16 grams of like protein or whatever, like some of those cookies are good. But like you said, some of them definitely are lying about what's on that. But then again, isn't everything that in some way are lying about what's actually in the food or? Oh yeah, they could be for sure because. Our U.S. FDA doesn't really hold anybody accountable, and our U.S. FDA only bans like 30 ingredients from all our food and personal care products. Where, like Europe, the European Union bans 1,400 ingredients from their food and products. But really? US is like 30. 30. And they're not even like really like strictly regulated. So all kinds of hidden crap can be in our food and the the things that you're saying that have like zero sugars if they have erythritol if i'm saying that right e-r-y-t-h-r-i-t-o-l it's a sugar substitute if you have too much of that you will crap your pants (laughs) it seriously does something to your colon and it is bad for you if you have it in high quantities and a lot of foods that have that in it have to put that on the warning like a warning label on the food like don't have too much of this all at once or it could cause i'm trying to think if i've ever seen that on some food if you haven't maybe they don't have to disclose that anymore but if you yeah, look up that ingredient, <laughs> jokes on you you'll find out yeah like sure maybe you'll get lose weight because you'll be in the crapping everything out <laughs> yeah but that's not good for you. Like there should you shouldn't be having something in your system that your system's like, oh, we need to get rid of all of this right now. Jeez, that uh, it it actually is making me like kind of gag thinking about like the muscle milk and shit because it does taste like shit. Like, <laughs> honestly, like it tastes like really bad. Like yeah, let's say like if that company came up to you and like, hey Sue, do you want to be like, you know, a part of our survey and like. You don't like, would you tell them it tastes like shit, like to their face, or would you be like, oh, no, no, I would not lie. (laughs) I would, I'm at a, I'm at a point in my life where I'd be like, no, I don't, I don't, I'll be in your survey, but I'm not trying it again because I tried it once and it's disgusting. No, but like, okay, now next you have to try the strawberry flavor and like, I was, oh, it's gross. If you mess up vanilla. Because that's all I think all I got was just the vanilla one. Like, if you can't do vanilla right, you can't, no, like, <laughs> you can't get more basic than vanilla. And you fucked up vanilla. Like, no, sorry, man. We're done. Oh, those drinks are gross. Uh, do you make smoothies a lot or not really? Um, I have a shake every day, but all I, the stuff that I put in it is all powders. So I don't actually blend anything, but it's a good mix of protein almond milk um there's a greens powder that i use that has a bunch of fruits and veggies stuff in it a fiber powder 
Uh, my kids laugh at me because they're like, mom, what the heck are you doing? Um, but then <laughs> there's a, a beet latte powder that I add to it. And then I add a spirulina powder to it. And it's like all these, I add some other droppers of stuff too, some fulvic humic acid, um, um, a heavy metal detox liquid form. But I swear when I have that for lunch every single day and it makes me feel amazing every single day. I need to get on like your diet. Like I need to not your diet, but I like, I need to try some of the stuff that you're saying like tastes good. Like I've never had any of it. And I, um, the one thing that's been hard this week though, is when I have a lot of food and like, I, I stopping myself from finishing it, even though I'm looking at it, like I'm still fucking hungry. Like I want to eat the rest of that pizza, but like, or whatever I'm eating. And mm -hmm. it, oh, I stopped and like, oh, like maybe a few hours later, I'm a little hungry, but like, I'm proud of myself because I didn't eat all of that. Nice. So, I know. Right? Waiting. <laughs> nice job. No, that's like you said, baby steps, but you've done some of them. That's awesome. Baby steps. But why is unhealthy food so cheap? And why is healthy food so expensive? America wants us to be fat, right? Uh, yeah, well, and think about it too. Why is junk food so cheap? What would make it the cheap? high demand? I guess no. I mean, yeah, maybe that's part of it too. But the ingredients, the ingredients are all chemical, man-made garbage that is cheap. Yeah, you it's get real, uh, and they put that stuff in there to make it addictive like anything anything in high amounts of sugar your body craves more sugar you want to eat more sugar so they load a bunch of unnecessary sugar or sweeteners in food mm -hmm. same thing with like sometimes the salty stuff but there's actually a book on salt that i just read and it blew my mind where salt really is not the enemy the really the enemy is sugar and so all these like low sodium this that and another thing is actually all garbage too like you can salt your foods and in general from what was the studies presented in this book showed that people who are eating not just any like bullshit table salt, but like high quality salt that has natural iodine in it. When the people were consuming those quantities of salt, they actually had less health related issues that they claim salt causes. Hmm, really? Yeah, it's called The Salt Fix is the name of the book. and So the whole book is about salt. Uh-huh. And how, oh, how, wait, the, how the hype, how the government got paid to make it look like salt was bad so they could push sugar when in reality sugar is the one that's bad. And then it's got all the studies to back up all the information that this doctor found. It was, it's a really cool book. How, how like, is that book, like, is it long or like what? Um... It's decent, but it's not like some of the other fat novels of I was books. gonna say, like how long like how long of a book could like that be? About um like <laughs> it's, a couple, it's a couple hundred pages, but it's not it's a decent sized book where it's not a couple hundred pages where it's teeny tiny and a lot of print on a lot of pages. Like it was it was a pretty easy read compared to some of the other stuff. And and the the guy that's the author, he weaves stories into it too so it was interesting to read the whole time and not just like scientific boring stuff the whole time do you have like some of what's like what's some of your favorite authors do you have any favorites or um i'm kind of all over the place with things that i me too yeah read um yeah like my i don't think i have multiple books from one same author other than John C. Maxwell and all of his leadership books. I have a ton of his books. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm kind of all over the place with if I, if I hear about a book and it's something that I'm kind of interested in, then I will get my hands on it and read it. But I also have book ADD, if that's a thing where I'm usually in the middle of like five books at the same time and I jump around. Yeah. One to another. Yes, I have ADHD, so it's so funny that you say that. <laughs> I do that every night, like even watching like shows, I'll put like a DVD in because like some stuff I have, I can't watch on streaming stuff.
whatever. Uh-huh. And then, like, midway in the episode, I'm like, oh, this shit's boring. So then I'll put in another one. And then, like, after the episode's over and the next one's going to come out, I'm like, and eh, I want to watch something else. And it's like, uh, I can't stay. I can't yeah. find what I want. But like you said with the books, you're reading, like, five at a time. So. Yeah. And they're all pretty different. Are you reading? Actually- hmm? I don't think you said you were reading, like, nonfiction type books. Are you- you're reading more, like. I don't want to, like self-help books. Is that more what you're reading? Uh, self-help. I like a lot of historical fiction books too. I've read quite a few of those lately. A lot of them, a lot of the books I tend to read too are um, on health topics that I'm super interested in because then I use that information when I'm helping my clients. Um, but I have, did I, I probably told you, I've read the entire Sookie Stackhouse series. There's yeah. like 13 books and it's all vampire. Uh, True Blood was based on this series of books. So those do sneak into my repertoire from time <laughs> to time because it's fun to have something that's totally like fantasy and takes you out of real world. Right. I got some books I'm I can I'm gonna recommend to y'all. I'm gonna message you them. I got yeah, some, that'd be awesome. Got some books, but some some books I read are like um some books are I'm I'm left in I'm I go all all over the place too. Like I have self help books, and then some books are like thriller and like like biographies and like historical things like that too. But now I guess like the the thing that people do now is like all the audio books and stuff like that. And oh, I don't yeah. know how people can do that with some people because it's so monotone. Like James went to the store and said hi, <laughs> Wendy. And we said, hi, James. Like, that's what it sounds like to me, at least what I've heard. Like, it's like if shit will put me to sleep. Yeah. Like, not all audiobooks. I don't know if you listen to audiobooks. Like, there are some authors who, like, will seem like they, you know, they make it fun. But some like, like the robot that's like. I've had people asking me if I will do an audio version of my book, which, by the way, I would love to get a copy of to you because I think you would be entertained by it. Yeah, I was (laughs) going to ask you that. I was like, can I like get a copy? (laughs) Yep. I actually would love to just send you an autographed one. Oh, Um, that would be so cool. We'll figure out how to get it to you later. But I've had a few friends that are like, I don't want to read it. I want to hear it from you in your voice. And I'm like, ah. I just, I don't know how to do that yet. So once I figure it out, I could probably make it happen. Um, so right now it's just in paperback and it is on Kindle too. So you can get it that way also. But um, yeah, Audible would be, it would be kind of fun to do and have it in my voice because I would, you know, animate it exactly how it would be because it's me and how I talk. Exactly. <laughs> you should do it. Why not? It's just the figuring out how to do something new and getting over it and just doing it. Right. Yeah. But that's the cool, like, I'm sure there's like tons of like YouTube videos on that too. Um, Probably. Yeah. Shit ton. But you think that would be really fun? I feel like that would be a lot of work too, though. Like, yeah, that's the other thing too. And right now I'm in the middle of trying to get my second book done because I promised myself and in the end of my first book, it says that by the end of 2022, my next book will be out. And I did that on purpose to force myself to get it done by the end of this year. (laughs) So I'm kind of working on that and focusing on getting all the content finalized for that one. And then I'll try to tackle Audible. (laughs) You know what you should do? You should like, well, no, actually, you shouldn't do that. I was going to say you should like venture out, but no, you shouldn't do that. Or maybe you could do that. I don't know. Like, how do you feel about about, uh, like how do you feel about writing like a science fiction like type book or something? I think. Did you ask me that last time? I think I was telling you that I was like had an idea that I wrote some shit down, but I don't think talked about that you you're doing it or whatnot. I feel like you maybe have asked me if I'd ever thought about it last time, but um, because of. I, th- I swear you brought it up somehow yeah, I'm sure thinking about it now. And I'm like, I should, I should just write some weird ass story now. You should. And obviously you're creative. So like come up with some BS plot and it's like, boom, or it could not even a BS plot, but it's fun to like, 
to seem like oh like a movie director or whatever like it uh-huh. it feels cool to like oh I've created this story and this is so awesome and like wow you know so it is kind of like and I guess in a way it's relaxing too right because you're not yeah. having to stress over actually writing something that you know if that makes sense it does it does I think that was- like ooh, all this stuff that I could base characters in it around people that i wouldn't ever air out some of their <laughs> in real life but i could base characters around them and not make them exactly the same make them weird <laughs> in some other way but then also be like oh i can finally like i don't know i, I thought about that too and i'm like that would be really fun that would be really fun just kind of <laughs> like <laughs> so i um um the book that i was writing um or that I was, that I claimed that I was writing, but um, I stopped. The very first sentence, I found it on my notes. Mm-hmm. It is, ah, what a fucking day. That line of Coke was simply amazing. That's the very first line in the book. The very first sentence. Um, You need to keep going with this. And, uh, hopefully that shit can get me through the rest of this fucking day. I look a mess. My hair is dirty. I'm on my period. This day is dragging. And then I like put in like knock, knock, like someone's knocking on the door. And she's like, who the fuck is that? Because she's in like the bathroom at the high school, like doing like cocaine with her friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm remembering the character. Yeah. I said, who the fuck is that? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, November, can you hurry up? It's Lindsay. I have to take a shit. I like, I don't know why I'm like saying this at all. So like... <laughs> I'm laughing and you're probably like, what the fuck is wrong with him? And I, <laughs> I, no, I mean, people like, write about all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Like this could seriously be a real book. Like you need to keep going with it. Okay. I'm going to finish. And okay. The last time I yeah. worked, wow, it's actually been a long time. It was like late 2020. So yeah, you're going to definitely laugh at me. Okay. Hold on. Cause I actually don't remember this. I tried to wipe as much of the cocaine off my face. So Lindsay would notice I, thought to myself geez rob has some really good blow i should give him more i'm not gonna say that word (laughs) i'm gonna say it i don't care i thought to myself geez rob has some really good blow i should give him more pussy 24 7 so he can supply me (laughs) one sec i told Lindsay. i opened the door and rushed away quick as possible what were you doing in there Lindsay asked oh i was just eating a power a powder donut i knew Lindsay knew i was doing cocaine um, <laughs> I, I know doesn't this sound so stupid I had math class in four minutes so I had no time to chit chat the campus at UCLA is so big that it would at least take me 10 minutes to get there I was obviously exaggerating it wouldn't take 10 minutes to get there <laughs> oh I actually have that I swear it would really take me four minutes but let's be honest I have to stop and say hi to Bianca Katie Lucy and oh some chick who I don't like her name will never be mentioned because she's fucked my last three boyfriends. Yes, three. Maybe it's my fault because I never fucked any of them right away. <laughs> like, what am I talking about at this point? <laughs> Do you know how many people would read this, though? Because like, oh, my gosh, I can relate to this crazy bitch. <laughs> or like, this chick's fascinating. I can, I would never live a life like this. I got to find out what she's up to. Like, I knew. And it's like. <laughs> the next line is like the boys at ucla only care about two things bragging to the boys about all the girls that they got and how they are the next lebron james blah blah blah. i knew i was going to be late to my math class and i started to worry because my professor mrs luber is the strictest strictest teacher i can that's like tongue tied for me on all of campus let me tell you about rebecca luber she's one of those teachers that locks the door if you're 30 seconds late and marks you absent I fucking hate her. One time she marked me absent for being 10 seconds late. 10 seconds. And I knew it was 10 seconds because I timed it. She's one of those teachers that since her husband cheated on her, she takes it out on the entire class. She's some old hillbilly slob from Kentucky and doesn't shut the fuck up about college basketball. Nobody gives a shit about basketball in psychology class. Anyways, I still decided to skip class because why the fuck not? I don't have time to argue with Lubert about why I was late. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm late. I was getting high in the bathroom doing cocaine. Not a chance. I I think I'm going to, like, stop there. Maybe I should keep going. (laughs) Um, Like, I can reword some of this. Like, (laughs) 
listen, I was interested in hearing what the whole plot was. I know. And right now it's like, what's the plot? Like, where is this going? Like, you only know about this girl and like what she's doing this first day on campus. You know, she's doing drugs in the bathroom and then she runs into her friends and then like she skips class. I'm like, I don't know where I would go next, but um, I also wrote some other stuff to the side that I want to add in. So I guess we'll we'll see. Like you have a good starting point, and then honestly, the best advice when I got that I got for figuring out how to write and organize my book is you don't have to like start at the beginning and go all the way through. Like, write down if you have an idea for something, sit down and write it all down, and then figure out how it's going to go all fit back in later. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. That's what. And somehow I have to incorporate this until turning into like a a thriller or horror or like a slasher type book so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to find so maybe like this teacher could be like maybe i can like she can be like the person who's like killing students or something like i'll i'll figure it out um yeah figure it out but then don't don't brainstorm it on a podcast later (laughs) spoiler alert your whole book spoiler (laughs) alert i I feel like i will write this just for like to show my friends or something like i don't think this would like be anything i think i would just dude don't sell yourself short you never Mm -hmm. know you never know what people would be interested in and even just to share it with people so you could bring them some entertainment like you don't have to do it to think i want to be new york Times bestseller just be like i think (laughs) it's interesting and i think other people would too and then you just put it out and let it go from there wow yeah i am but also when you're reading writing you're like uh fuck this like uh what else what can i say like like we were saying last time that writer's block that shit's real Mm-hmm. yeah like but it was nice talking to you again my friend it was nice you too thank you for having me back and yeah for reals i want to get you a copy yeah, of the book hey, then... your book yeah yeah, that, and I'll send you some of the protein and the other stuff that I use too, because I think you might enjoy it, and then you could actually try it out and see for yourself. I will definitely try it out, and then I will let you know if I like it, and I will not lie to you. But yeah, right, you'll tell me if it tastes like I'll, shit. Yeah, I'll tell you if it tastes like <laughs> shit. I'll just like, I'll be like, Sue, yeah, this. Ta- I and probably won't. Maybe I should just say this tastes like shit, so you know that this is a a thing. Yeah, right. I, I won't say it tastes like shit. I'll just say I don't like this. Only say it tastes like shit if you mean it, and I will appreciate your honesty. <laughs> I'm not going to say it tastes like shit because I don't want to like be mean. That's kind of mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if that's your opinion, then that's your opinion. Like, Oh, I no, I won't say that. It. Say, Sue, this tastes like shit. Why would you tell me this? No, I'll just be like, nah, I didn't really <laughs> like that one. And then you may say like, oh, well, then try this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you can <laughs> send me a book. Thanks yeah. for coming on and having fun with me that was fun yep anytime